Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Give Me a Break podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jordan, of course. What's poppin'? And Noah. What's up, everyone? Three guys here today to break down a busy couple of days for Minnesota sports. And honestly, quite simply, I'd say it's three of very solid days for Minnesota sports and a lot of action going on here. Is Josh Donaldson signed with the Twins? That was a while ago. Just thought I'd bring it up. Yeah, that's true though. Josh Donaldson <laughs> did sign with the Twins. Can't forget. No, that's that's huge. Uh, today is Thursday, February 6th of 2020, and today's the NBA deadline, trade deadline. So a lot of action there. We'll keep you updated if anything big bangers come flying out, but most recently, Isaiah Thomas and Marcus Morris to the Clippers. You got Andre Drummond going to the Cavaliers for about nothing, which is very interesting. But biggest thing for us, D'Angelo Russell accepted on a trade from the Golden State Warriors to Minnesota. Huge news. Boys, we were there when it happened in the same room. What were we, what were we doing? Noah? Noah cried. I was clapping. I was just like, let's go. Come on. I cried. You cried a little bit? I cried a little bit because I'm like, we fi- they, finally the Timberwolves did something. They, they took a risk and – so the official thing is Andrew Wiggins, 2021 first round pick and 2021 second round pick. It wasn't originally 2022 that got edited to both 2021 picks. And we also got Jacob Evans. So and- theoretically, we have no picks in 2021. We also get Jacob Evans and Omari Spellman, the Villanova kid that won a ring. Uh, very interesting trade besides the Wiggins and Russell. Yeah. Two picks for two players. I'm not sure anything about those players if they'll turn out. If one of them, Spielman, I know can shoot the three, but he is a f- big. So yeah, he's a big. You never yep. know. So we'll we'll see if what happens with those two. But the big news is Andrew Wiggins for D'Angelo Russell. Huge uh, news for us. That's a win. Yeah. We've been we've been struggling this, with the Andrew Wiggins thing for years. For years, he had a great rookie year, and then plummeted after his max contract gets signed. And at the time, it was the max contract. Uh, a ton of money for Andrew Wiggins. D'Angelo Russell, he will be getting paid around $27 million, $27.5 million for the next four years for the Minnesota Timberwolves, including this year. Uh, that's a sweet deal. He is a max-level player, I think, and that's what the fun things. Best friends with who? Carl yeah, Anthony Towns. Devin Booker. Uh, Jordy, you're already on that trade hype, right? <laughs> I'm on the Devin Booker hype train. Devin Booker, we're going to have to I'm fork on, out currently a on, this is in, Jordan Sarstrom is currently riding two hype trains right now. I know, one, I don't know where this is going. One <laughs> Devin Booker hype train. We could get a big three of our own. Devin Booker, Kat, and, and Russell. I think we should have kept Three Dang. best friends. We should have kept Jang and traded him for, for Booker and Frank Kaminsky. Um, <laughs> and Ricky, baby. That's right. Let's get them all back. Let's bring the gang back. Oh. Okay, hold on. Before we get to the D-Lo, there was another trade that happened earlier this week. Oh, good point. Good point, Noah. And this is a big one. So I had this on my list from yesterday as the biggest trade the Wolves made. Of course, that happened this morning. I didn't edit it. Uh, great point, Noah. Yeah. This is a four-team blockbuster between Houston, Atlanta, Minnesota, and Denver. Twelve total players, about four picks if I'm – Th- three picks. The Wolves, for the Wolves specifically, we got rid of Rocco. He goes to Houston. Jordan Bell also goes to Houston. Ah, where is What's next? Denver gets half of our roster, it seems like. Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, and Keita Bates-Diop all to Denver. But that's all the players we got rid of. We also got, in return, Evan Turner. Malik Beasley from Denver. Evan Turner is a max expiring or not, not a max contract. He's an expiring contract, contract. Very overpaid. We'll most likely buy him out or keep him for the rest. Keep him for the rest of the year, and then he wouldn't. We would not re-sign him, of course. Uh, second, or trade him. Malik Beasley, very good young player from from Denver. Yes, and He's Denver the, tried to sign his get an extension on his rookie deal but he declined that so that's why they traded him. Yep. He's the third best player in the trade behind yes. Clint Capella, Robert Covington. It's then Malik Beasley, which is nice cuz the Wolves didn't receive that. Uh, Juan Herman Gomez, also known as Wancho, uh very average. He's worse than his older brother. Uh we'll see if he even makes a roster next year. And then Jared Vanderbilt, the Kentucky kid very injured at Kentucky, and now he is uh, Minnesota Timberwolf. He won't play, I don't think. 
And then Minnesota also received Brooklyn first round pick from Atlanta. So that's big. Yeah. And that'll come into play because we yeah. still have that. Yeah. Even after the D'Angelo Russell trade. Which is going to help that. since we have no picks. And that makes sense why he said we could get LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton now. Because we have two picks. Yeah, we do. That's sexy. I didn't think of that until now. Wait, who's the other pick that we have? The, the Brooklyn's, if they don't make the, if they make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs? So it's lottery protect, protected, which means if they don't make the playoffs, hopefully it'll be an eight seed because that's a 15 or 16. And then we'd get that. That's nice. So you're telling me we could get... LaMelo Ball and RJ Hampton. And Denny. And Denny. <laughs> Denny! Denny Avija. Watch out for him. Jordy's on that hype train, too. Take repeat. I take that back. We're on three hype trains right now. What are, what are we looking Just at? Target center? We're not done yet. He's not done yet. Just currently, okay, he's, for all of the listeners. He's currently drawing currently the target drawing center. Something. He's drawing the target center. I'll, put it, I'll, sure post, it. I'll post it on the Insta. You'll check it out. You might have to do, do it more, more uh, pretty for the Instagram, though. No, I think it's good enough. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so that's a big trade. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I forgot about that draft pick that we yeah. got. Brooklyn. I did too because I was so hyped hopefully up Hopefully it's on not casual. lottery protected yeah. and then they suck. But if it is lottery protected, hopefully they'll be the seven or eight seed in the East. So then that's a good trade. Yeah. Therefore, the rumor was we were going to try to trade that Hawks trade or that Hawks pick, which is really Denver, and our pick for D'Angelo Russell. But that yeah. was not including Wiggins. That was including Rocco. So therefore, they ask Andrew Wiggins is our price. At least a pick. So what do we do? We give them our 2021, 2021 first and second round picks, plus Andrew Wiggins, a firm Andrew Wiggins who's had a decent year. Not sure why I call them firm whatsoever. Uh, that's questionable. Maple He's having a worse pause. year than last year. Maybe we could add scoring out. wise, percentage wise. Well, yeah, no, we're, we don't add it. We don't add a goof. Goofs out. Unedited pod. All right. So, so can I talk about my hype trains? I mentioned them. Give me a second. Give me a second. We're on this tangent. If you – we got D'Angelo Russell for a guy we don't want, yep. an overpaid guy we don't want, yep. and a couple picks, which do which does hurt. Yes. Now, does it scare you that Andrew Wiggins is going to be on the Golden State Warriors next year? No. Do you know what scares me more? What? This is a pivot <laughs> that we not, we're not going to take yet, but it'll it'll uh, it'll uh, foreshadow um, upcoming. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm more scared of Gratterall becoming a better pitcher than. Good point. Than Andrew Wiggins playing good on the Golden State Warriors. That's what I got. I I like that. Okay. Also, this is the only thing I see. I kind of picture Andrew Wiggins on the Warriors, kind of like the Harrison Barnes that they had a few years back. Where he was average. He's better than Harrison Barnes, though. This is Andrew Wiggins is better than Harrison Barnes? Heck yes. This is what's going to happen. They're both Warriors, overpaid. They're next both year, decent, the Warriors are going to be amazing. I think the Warriors are going to be unbelievable. They're going to go to the year. finals, and Andrew Wiggins is going to win finals MVP. Oh, my God, because Curry never has. Mm-hmm. So that's a good take, Jordy, actually. Oh, uh, no. I don't like it, but of course. Yeah. So this but is, I, I think, think it works better for tw- so our team. This season, we're both kind of tanking, I would say. Yes. We've lost 13 straight. The Warriors don't win. You know, uh, they they just choked against the Brooklyn Nets last night. We assume, I, I assume on purpose. Yeah. For a lot D-Lo, of these games, did no. D'Lo even play? Yes. D'Lo, D-Lo is played. a prime tanker. That man is balling out while also losing games. Is D'Lo playing? I don't keep up with the. He's playing he's good. He's playing, playing really good. He's like averaging twenty plus. He has good game. assists. He has assists better than all star starters at guards. He's got assists better than or rebounds. He's scoring more. He's very good. Uh, he's gonna be even better with an all star center. That's a cat didn't make the All-Star game. Not many teams with losing records had All-Star He was, he was really upset year. about the All-Star game. But That's they but. they took it all to the how good your team is this year. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, That's fine with me. We don't want them getting hurt during the game. Good point. So next year you'll have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green. And probably James Wiseman. And you could say James Wiseman, if they do get a good lottery pick, probably one or two, they could end up with him at center. They probably will. Uh, and, of course, since it's Golden State, the luck of the – Luck of the draw is going to be there. Probably will. That's unbelievable. That's one of the greater teams of all time, I would say. Like It's still the Warriors with three unbelievable players, including Draymond Green, Clay, and Steph. Give him Wiggins. That helps, especially if he's going to be standing wide open taking shots because we know that he's a way better shooter when he takes quality shots when he's open compared to when he's guarded, like his mid-range pull-up shots, the guy's right in his grill. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to watch the Warriors next year. Just I like remember it is when, is when he's going to be number five. 
for the Warriors. Number five, like yeah. number of his jersey. Yeah, that'd be fun. Different number for twenty-two wig. Yeah, we'll see there. New beginning. He looked. He sent a happy. Instagram He's gonna look video. good. He's he, gonna be good. I, I it makes me a little nervous, but we got to answer the Russell. That's we got D'Lo. He fits better with what we have our team. So the biggest question is. Does a team with D'Lo, Russ, or sorry, D'Lo, two first-round picks, and Collinson Towns win a championship? Yes. Wow. No. You think that easily it's a yes? For me, it's a no. If, if we can get something in the offseason, yes. So We're a top-four playoff Good team point. We have two first-round picks. We have Collinson Towns. We have D'Angelo Russell. We have our role players we like Culver and Okogi. We also have $27 million of cap space now which means you theoretically can get a very, very, very good player or two good or two and average D-Lo players. And would bring in – You could argue D'Lo and Cat's a very desirable place for a free agent to go. Yes. So maybe one of the ideas ben, – Ben threw out was Serge Ibaka to play the four because he's a $20 million guy, plays the position great, hit a game-winning shot last night, mean mug to the guy after he got knocked over. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Wolves do. If you bring in a star or even like a, like I said, a like, vet, a, like, like a vet star, like a Serge Ibaka, yep. that team's good. Now, I don't think they're going to compete for the championship or win a playoff. I think they'll be a top four Western team if they can Regular do something. Wise. Yeah. Especially with the Rockets. They don't even have center, have center anymore. We'll see what happens with all these teams, but it's going to be very fun to watch. This is obviously not a this year trade. And things could still change since the deadline doesn't end till five. So, so yeah. So also, the trade after the deal trade, we got to talk about this one. Gorgie Jeng for James Johnson. We all know Gorgie Jeng is one of our worst contracts, $16.5 million this year, around 17 next year, I believe. Yep. Uh, we traded him for James Johnson, who's around 15. Role player, plays good defense. He's MMA a dog. Fighter. He's an MMA fighter. He's seriously a dog. Yeah, uh, which gets, is what we need. And he gets paid $15 million, a little bit less than Gorgie. Very similar player. Uh, he's not going to change games completely, but he's there to – play a purpose. So cool I, I do like the James Johnson for Gorgie Jeng change, of course, just for money-wise. Uh, the Timberwolves are looking good today and yesterday. Yeah. A couple of really solid trades, I think. And a lot of rumors are happening last night, actually, because after the Timberwolves lost, um, Ryan Saunders like seemed very worried, like filling in the press conference. Yeah. He seemed like he didn't know what was going on with the team or he like – Sounding like he was kind of going to get fired if they weren't going to change it around. Oh, wow. So that's what it looked like. He was like, he was basically almost crying when they were talking to him. Oh, really? Questions. I yeah. didn't see that interview. And I was, because I it was trendy. So I was like, let me watch it. And that's what happened. I was like, crazy. So we'll see what happens with that. If that was just all he was dealing with, Emotions all the stress maybe, with the yeah. trades and stuff with the players leaving or. So big things are going for the Wolves. Yeah. If we just read off the new roster, all the new players, it's kind of crazy. We got Jared Vanderbilt. You got Jacob Evans, Omari Spellman, Malik Beasley, mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell, of course. I'm just reading down a list of ages. Juan Hernan Gomez, 24 years old. Uh, Alan Crabb, Gor- or, uh, James Johnson, and Evan Turner. You get it. If you replace all those guys and then you add James Johnson, who would be our oldest player, our oldest players, Jake Lehman at the age of 25 with Cat at 24 and then so on downwards. D'Angelo Russell, of course, only 23 years old, getting a, almost a max contract. We're very young and very quality. And that means you can you can compete for the next two to three years with Cat and Russell locked up. Get Malik Beasley signed. 2027. That's in seven years or eight years. That's a long time. Hey, that's that's the goal. Cat might not even be here still. Hey. Uh you're looking really far ahead. I'm looking just to compete and have another good basketball team that we can – when we had Jimmy Butler, we were, it was fun. It was fun yeah. to watch. It was good basketball. Uh, and that's really all Minnesotans can hope for. I don't think we're going to get a ring anytime soon. But who knows? Maybe we can land someone huge this offseason and hit on two draft LeBron. picks. And in 20 <laughs> – did you just say LeBron? Yeah, baby. And in, <laughs> and in 2021 – to the North Beach. 2020 <laughs> – Lake Superior. Yeah, baby. 2021 slash 2022, you can battle for a title if you do strike on a free agent and hit two draft picks perfectly. So that's huge. It's going to be fun to see this offseason. So that's what we're, we're getting pretty far into this episode now. We're 15 minutes in, I guess, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, it doesn't really matter, but that's a lot of basketball talk. Wait, I'm not. But so let's get it. No, that's Timberwolves talk completely. We're going to get into wait, some wait, other... wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. no. We're going to get into some other things, but Jordy's going to give his hot takes first the teams that he's won, is... the trades he wants to see. The this is not. This is Jordan Setterstrom hype trains. Okay. I'm on a couple hype trains right now. Aren't we all? And one D'Lo was one of them. One of them. Special? I I wasn't quite sure about D'Lo. I I don't I'm not a big as you both know, I'm not a big NBA guy, so I do. He's a baller, dude. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm sure he is. His two K uh two K rating seems to show otherwise. But carried the nest. To the playoffs. Like I mean, I know that. Seen. I know that. I like I said, I don't know too much about the, the NBA. He's but my favorite player. Hype train number one. We already we already discussed this. Devin Booker to Minnesota. Okay. That to, is to, the tri- to get the trifecta. Incredibly hard. You <laughs> yeah. know what? I I'd don't love care. to see it though. It's a hype train. I'm on it. I'm scrolling. Number two, I talked about it as well. My boy Denny. Denny, Denny Avija. We should get him. I don't know much about him. He's from, from Israel, Israel, and he's going to be. I think, oh, I've heard about that I guy. Think he's going he's to be actually really good. Oh, he's yeah. like he he's showed eighteen like, years old. So with one of our picks that we have for the first round, we get Denny. There's two players in the top ten projected right now uh, that are from Europe. There's more than that in the first round, got, of course. Denny, I've actually heard really good things about. Denny is Israeli, really and he I think will be the first lottery pick ever from Israel. So that's very cool. The second or the final hype train that I've got. For I know today. you're going to Israel. Yeah. Maybe you can scout him for us. You could talk maybe. to Denny maybe when yeah, you're over could there. You maybe get, could. could you talk to Denny for him? Maybe. All right. Final one. This one's this one's obvious. Lamelo ball. If you're not on the Lamelo ball, I'm hype on train, the Lamelo ball hype what train. What are you doing right now? We don't need him. But for there's many, an example. But for many other we reasons, have for Lamelo many, ball is six ten and he can do anything. He's he six wants. eight. The thing is, no, he's not. The thing is, let me, let me double check. I think I'm on. I think I'm on the, the Lamelo hype train for other reasons than everybody else's. Okay, you're right. <laughs> I six seven. Am so. on the Lamelo hype train. Lamelo Ball is a double-edged sword, <laughs> just for the fact of what he does on the court. But then we would have the all the other part of the sword, Lavar Ball, <laughs> never <laughs> lost, never lost. One of the be- greatest personalities in the NBA. But I will now like to unveil to the boys. Oh no, my picture. So if. The Timberwolves were to secure the mellow ball. Target center would be renovated. Oh, no. <laughs> Target center, just a minor renovation. But we've got the field, not the field, the court down here. <laughs> the court. The regular court, the scorer's table with the benches, and all, everything right here. Actually, yep. I need to make one more. The thing. Wolves logo in the center. Wolves logo, which I did not try to draw because. No. We don't want to see that, Jordan. No, yeah, we don't. we don't want to see that. As you can already tell. Yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> on this, this non-flat table, too. But we would unveil one part, the VIP section, the usual part. Oh. This is just people like Kirk Cousins, Kyle Rudolph, other people who frequent the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm. Our final section that would have to be unveiled with minor renovations, the LeVar Ball fan zone. Oh, wow. LeVar Ball will have his own little chair that he sits on courtside when LaMelo's playing. We have all of the fans of LeVar Ball sitting there. This would be an experience of a lifetime. <laughs> so this it's draw the, in the fans. Fans, the fans are LeVar Ball fans? Yes. Not Timberwolves fans? Well, both. both. You hopefully. don't have to be. Hopefully both. But these are very pricey tickets, lucrative tickets, one could say. I love this. I'm involved. Yes. <laughs> I love it's this. a way to bring in a crowd. I feel like the the NBA in Minnesota has kind of died down. With Minnesota would be known as the New York of the Midwest. The fan interest of the NBA in Minnesota has died down with the Timberwolves being subpar oh, yeah. as of recently. The LeVar Ball fan zone would bring more than just basketball fans to the game. You're bringing fans of LeVar Ball, a winning culture. A winning culture. That's what I'm all – me and Isaac, we're all about a winning culture. The LeVar Ball fan zone would bring a winning culture to the games. Never lost. That's awesome. I hate that. I'm, I'm very disturbed. Right That's now. hype. I think that should be a new segment. What? Jordan hype trains. Okay. I'll find hype trains and I'll bring them. So what's fun? Ball. what's fun to think about is – 
if we get LaMelo ball, is he going to play the one? Is he going to play the, the two? two? Is he going to play the three? Is he going to defend fours? He's play the five. Uh, apparently, he can do it all except for maybe guard centers now down in Australia. But, of course, centers in Australia are different than here in this NBA. So, theoretically, he could play the one, two, or three most likely, being a six, seven, shooting, driving, everything, passing, playmaking player. Uh, let's – Let's assume we get LaMelo Ball now, right? Okay. Carl Anthony Towns is your starting center. No yes. questions there. D'Angelo Russell is your starting one slash two, yep. whatever you put LaMelo at. You have two ball controllers. LaMelo Ball would be your other one slash two or three, like we said. And then Jarrett Culver, who can play the two or three. He's played a little bit of the one this year. That adds a third point, third part, a third person into that one, two, three position, like, group. At the four, it gets a little little iffy there. You got either James Johnson next year, a young guy, hopefully. Or Gomez. Maybe a guy we draft. Or a free agent. Or a free agent. That's, yeah, that's so another. I think that would be the best thing to go for. Would be so a, a free agent four would be yeah. awesome. A short, a short five who's pretty quick with his feet, maybe. Someone who can play both four and five, maybe, like, a Montrez Harrell-esque player. Daniel Tice. Tice, maybe. Boston does love them some Daniel Tice. Uh, interesting one would be Ibaka, like we mentioned, because he could do it all at the big, at the big positions. Uh, fun lineup there with Culver, young gun. He could play. He's just developing two at 20 years old. A Kogi would be him. off the bench. Uh, you got Malik Beasley. You could even put him at the starting if he, position. If he wants to come back. He's some, unrestricted, by the way. Okay. So Malik Beasley, if he if we do resign him, he could be another player that if we don't get Lamelo Ball, he would be in the inserted into the starting lineup, yeah. and I'm assuming he will be for the remainder of this season, yep. uh, barring injury, of course. So very interesting looking Timberwolves team, very different than three days ago. Half of our roster's gone. We're looking much different. We're looking beautiful. Uh, One, two. I'm hyped about this. Like Jordan says. We have eight new guys on our roster. The most fun thing in the history of Minnesota to rule basketball would be if we signed Devin Booker somehow, make a nuts trade and keep Russell, keep Towns. our boy Towns, and then get those three best buddies together, and that would be an experience, something we've never seen. Uh, so that's awesome. It's just awesome seeing that we have actually an all-star point guard and an all-star center. We're making moves. Two guys who aren't all-stars this year, but – with tanking teams, they'll be all-stars next year, hopefully together on the same team. Uh, it's going to be fun to watch next year. I'm really excited. We'll have to go to games next year because we yes. don't even go to games right now because they're so bad. We'll, we'll be know. going to games next year with the LeVar Ball fans. Oh. You already know how They're lucky to have seats. Yeah, we're going to be able to yeah. afford the yeah. lucrative tickets. Oh, they'll tickets. be giving me tickets because I true. created the You did come up with it. That's true. At Minnesota, Tim Rose, if you're listening. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, all right. <laughs> so let's get into the other trade that the big Minnesota team made this year. Uh, Minnesota Twins made a big move. Three teams. Uh, three teams, maybe even four teams if the Nationals did sneak in there somehow. I'm still confused about this. Of course, with baseball, you get your prospects and you really get into the, the nitty gritty. So in this trade, it did happen. Big banger Monday night. Banger. Mookie Betts going to the Dodgers. The whole world of baseball goes, wow, that sucks. The Dodgers did nothing all offseason. Just to, yeah, they tried to get everybody. They've tried to spend a ton of money like they always do, and they didn't hit. They lost Ryu. They lost uh, – no, they didn't lose anybody else, I don't think. No. But they – of course, Bellinger won his MVP. And just a, a quiet offseason for the Dodgers – and now you roll around into early February and bang, <laughs> bang. Top five player in the whole league. I don't think that's questionable by anything. Yeah. Mookie Betts is unreal, He's and so he is good. a Los Angeles Dodger. Very, crazy. very crazy. Boston without a head coach, without a healthy ace, without a great team right now, trades their best player away. Uh, and honestly, it didn't seem like they got much in return. David Price also to the Dodgers for, for starting pitching depth. Uh, just very interesting. Mm -hmm. Boston, in return, wanted a young pitcher who can throw fireballs, I guess, because they call the Twins, and they try to get talks for Bruzdar Gratterall. So, of course, the Twins, in win-now mode, which I think is evident after this trade. Which is fine, which is what we should be. Which is perfect. Yeah. 
Perfect. They trade Bruzdar Gratterall to the Dodgers. So the Dodgers can trade Bruzdar Gratterall for Mookie Betts. So clearly Boston wanted Bruzdar Gratterall to, to get their future pitching staff more solidified, especially with a fireballer like him. Yep. In return for helping out the Dodgers and getting Mookie Betts, we are rewarded with Kenta Maeda, their number three or four pitcher last year behind Walker, Kershaw, Ryu. So I think he was number four. Uh, he pitched very well to a point. He allowed runs, but the analytics love Maeda. His spin rate is off the charts. He's got some analytics that I've never even seen before that are on an elite level, according to one of my good friends, Matthew. Uh, he's better than a lot of the players that were moved this offseason, like Zach Wheeler. He's very similar to Zach Wheeler, I should say that. He only had a 155 batting average against, which means I don't know if there's walks there. I don't know if he allowed a lot of home runs, which I'm assuming that was part of it because a lot of pitchers, a lot of home runs last year. Uh, he's got a very good hard hit percentage. People ve hit very weak balls off of him, which is what you want. His exit yep. velocity, same thing. They're correlating with that hard hit percentage, exit velocity, with, and that goes with the spin rate and the K percentage. Strikes out a lot of people per nine. It's over nine, so over one an inning. He's good at not allowing extra hit base hits, but I'm assuming he did a lot of home runs last year. But like I said, people aren't hitting the ball super hard off of him, which means, especially for the new MLB, uh, you have really good spin rate correlates with less hit balls, which means you have a lot of more opportunities for outs or singles, which is what you want in today's NBA. Uh, or MLB. Sorry, did I say ML NBA? Yes. MLB. The Twins solidify a starting rotation with Jose Barrios, Oda Rizzi, Kenta Maeda, uh, Michael Pineda when he's healthy, Rich Hill, he's back. Homer Bailey. Yeah, We're, a lot of depth though. And then we also signed Julius Chassin on a minor league deal. He's an old veteran player similar to Rich Hill. Uh, if he can pitch well, if he can pitch very averagely, he can help us out because he can go in there, throw six innings, and allow three runs. And the twin with the Twins' offense, that can win you a game once in a while. Now, our offense and our offseason, our offense didn't – they didn't spend a ton of money on the offense. Uh, we we yeah. get Alex Avila, and then that's one player, and then the second player that we get is Josh Donaldson. So you spend – You go all in on the one player for offense which is huge. He's going to be our starting third baseman. If he stays healthy all year, that's which awesome. He, he will be a monster at third base. He'll bat. I don't know where he'll bat. I'm so excited to watch the batting order change throughout the year, depending on if we're facing a righty or lefty. It's very interesting. Uh, pitchers, we just loaded up. Yeah. Kenta Maeda in that trade. We re-signed Jake Odorizzi. Rich Hill from the Dodgers, we signed. Michael Pineda, we re-signed, even though he's got a little suspension to serve, which is cool. Totally fine. I think it's like 30 games. Homer Bailey, who's played for the Royals, the Reds, the, the A's most recently. Uh, he pitched very well last year as an old veteran. People like Homer Bailey, Julius Chassin, Rich Hill, Kenta Maeda, if they pitch well as older veteran guys, those are just extra bonuses for the Twins. That's right. That's In the bullpen, you got Matt Whistler. He's a young up-and-comer. Uh, Sergio Romo, of course, we had him last year. He – He's great against right-handed right-handed batters. Yep. Uh, and then Tyler Clippard, an awkward guy who wears glasses, and he has got long hair usually. Very goofy out there, but what a beauty. Very excited to see him. He was very good last year with an under 2.75 ERA. Uh, he throws hard. He throws great. He's hard to hit. I'm very interested in him. Uh, the Twins' lineup offensively is unreal. It doesn't look like it's a normal small market MLB team. Mitch, Mitch Garver, who's one of the best catchers in baseball. Mm -hmm. He's a Garf great, sauce. great fielder, great hitter. hitter, can do it all. You have him at catcher. That's locked in. Behind mm -hmm. him, you got Alex Avila. Great nice. veteran presence to hit the ball. He's hit in the playoffs. He's hit in the World Series. He's been there before. He hits. He is good. He's a good player. Besides that, you got at first base, the new look first base, Miguel Sano. He's, of course, had experience there. He's a power bat. He's very exciting to see this year. Uh, then you keep moving on. 
At second base, you have one of the best young players in baseball. You heard it there first. I'm not joking. I'm Byron not Buxton. overreacting about that. Not at second base yet. <laughs> we'll get to Byron Buxton. Luis Arias, he takes some of the best at-bats in all of baseball. Every single time he's up there, he's swinging at foul balls. He's fouling things off. He's watching things inches off the plate and shaking his head because he knows it's a ball. That guy has one of the best eyes in baseball, and it proves because he gets rewarded. People understand it. Pitchers know to fear him. And what, what did they do in the show? The show gave him a 95 diamond card with almost max out batting eye. That's right. He's that good that he, he's recognized by nationwide reporters and batters and coaches and scouts. He's a beauty as well. As being one of the best out. Good fielder. Yeah. Got a good arm at second base. And this is just weird. We're going to go through the starting lineup, then get to the reserves. And it just it doesn't seem real anymore. No. Shortstop, Jorge Polanco. You could argue he was our best player for the majority of the year last year. He was our only all – no, wasn't our only all-star. He was our only all-star in the field. Uh, of course, Odorizzi and Barrio snuck in there. But Polanco, he is a question mark for me. He pitched very well – or he hit very well last year from both sides of the plate at even splits. And that's what's really important about Polanco is he can hit home runs from both sides of the plate and he can hit power or hit for contact on both sides of the plate. Uh, his fielding is very sketchy. By the end of the season, he was definitely the guy I didn't want to see other teams hit it to at short, especially with short being a tough throw. He was working on his mechanics, whether he was going to yeah. go sidearm or over the top. The coaches wanted to go over the top, but he was not comfortable with that. And we, it was evident with the errors he racked up at the end of the year. Yeah. He had a slow end. So Polanco, there's your question mark in the field and maybe even at bat. Hopefully he can just stay consistent. And I'm assuming he won't even be top four batter anymore, which he was the majority of the year. You might stick him at eight, and that's what's just unreal. Mm, Buxton at nine. So Yeah, it's just that's just so exciting. The thing is with the Twins batting-wise, as long as we stay healthy, we're fine. I, what's crazy and last, towards the end of the season, we kind of hit a couple injuries, yeah. injuries, which hurt us a little bit. So at third base, Josh Donaldson, the guy can Shrek, the guy can wreck, oh, the guy can smack can the ball around. Uh, he can play a great third base, too. That's one of the things people sleep on Josh Donaldson about is he was an elite fielder in his prime. He was an all-star. If he can – he was an MVP in his prime. That's how good he was. Uh, if he can just play a good field and hit the ball like he has in the past three years – the, that's as good as you'll get for a free agency signing at third base, except for Rendon. It's he's that good. He was seventh place in MVP voting with just Rendon esque players, Arenado above him, and that's what's crazy. Uh, it's it's a good squad in the infield, fielding wise, right. except for maybe Polanco. Fielding wise, it's nice. Uh, batting wise, it just doesn't seem real. No. And then we didn't talk about the DH. We'll get to that after the offense. Or outfield. Left field, Eddie Rosario. Again, I'm with Jorge Polanco on him. You guys should share your opinions here with Rosario. Very average year for Eddie. Yeah, yeah it's a very low year for him. He hit a couple big home runs, a huge walk-off home run, I think, against Cleveland. Uh, one of the most hyped games of the year, for sure, and one of the biggest series of the year. I'm not sure if that's a word, but series? It is, yeah. Series? Series, series with just... an asterisk or whatever that is? Not an asterisk, whatever. Apostrophe. Apostrophe. Um he, we all know he can have the big hit, and he can do that at a great time. The question he's is, just out of, he's not a great fielder. He will run around and do one-handed catches and miss them. Yeah. So it's interesting there, but if he hits he's for a little, decent average, he'll hit for 270 again, hopefully. I feel like he's a little inconsistent. That's the thing. He can go over 30 for a couple yeah. weeks and then go – Four week, four games in a row with an extra base hit, or three of them are going to be home runs, or hit four in one game because yep. he hit three in one game last year. I think it's just unreal. Uh, center field, barring any injuries, which are going to happen, we know Byron Buxton is going to get hurt. We just hope that it's not going to be for 50 days. Long time. We hope that's going to be little things. And let's just hope that he doesn't get injured on his rehab and stay off the concussion list is one of the big things for me. Don't go slamming into walls with your head. Jump into walls in control and go catch those balls. Or try, give it your darndest, and then if you don't catch the ball, it happens. 
Yeah. But Byron Buxton, keep doing your thing. I know he's going to go balls to the walls for those pitches and for you those better. balls. And that's what's okay. It's Byron Buxton. He can catch things that other and people can't. And I think can. that helps pitching too, knowing that you've got somebody oh, like yes. that behind you. It's very nice. To, and then speak of the next guy, Max Kepler. Yeah, baby. He can roll. He what was definitely, if you don't say Polanco was our best player, I think the only other player you could argue last year besides the Nelson Cruz hitting was, was Max Kepler. Was Kep- yeah. Max Kepler was nuts in the outfield. He had to play center for a lot of the year with an injured yeah, Byron Buxton. Yeah. Um, Everybody loves him. Very, oh, my gosh. He's, he's a great guy. He's, he's hilarious. Game. My grandma, before she passed, Max Kepler was by, her, by far her favorite player, and he wasn't even good yet. Mm. So that was two years ago or three years Gotta ago now. Kep. And Max Kepler is – he's a baller. He's a baller. He's a beauty. He's a gamer. That's right. So, so Max Kepler – Who? Trevor May. Trevor May is a gamer, but that's a different word of the that's a different meaning of the word gamer here. Mm. Uh, so after your outfield, which is star studded, Nelson Cruz. I'm assuming Nelson Cruz will be batting third because he's a batting third guy. He's your best hitter. He's gonna hit for an average. He's gonna strike out once in a while, which is completely okay. Yep. He takes quality at bats. And he smokes the ball once every couple games. Nelson Cruz is a monster. So yeah. if you put him at three, Donaldson at two hits for a good average, and then someone like Kep at four and Polanco at one, mm. maybe even sneak Buxton up to one if he does start crushing the ball. He's got to stay nine. He likes the nine. He does like the nine, which is nuts. Because if he gets on base – that's a one. That's a that's a speed of a top five speed guy in the yeah. whole MLB and then on you got base, top of your lineup which back. is just unreal. I think Byron Buxton's gotten picked off stealing like two times in his career. Now that being said, he doesn't steal that much, but he's just unbelievably fast. And even if he doesn't have a perfect read, it doesn't really matter because it's Byron Buxton. Yep. And that's how fast he truly is. So that's something to think about. This is for you. Uh, very interesting. Uh, with the, with the takes on like what what we're gonna see from a left-handed lineup with left with sorry with a left-handed pitcher or a right-handed pitcher because Mitch Garver you could put him at the one you could yeah. put him at the three you could argue uh-huh. if he's if he's facing left-handed pitcher he's that good he was that elite last year against left-handed pitching I think he had like twenty home runs in like sixty or something games or something like that. Apparently, he hit him at the same rate as Mike Trout last year because of the way he was sitting out. Mitch Garver next Mike Trout. So I'm not saying that, but I'm saying he does hit home runs at a very good rate. Mike Trout is another level of everything. Yeah. Uh, but this team's unreal. And yeah. I wasn't even ready for this because now let's get to the three guys off the bench. Ere Adrianza. Two years ago, he was bad. He couldn't hit, could not field consistently even when he came in to be a fielding player. Uh, he didn't have many errors, if if any, last year, and he shreked the ball around from the plate. Yeah, another player who came off the bench and just was great. Two years ago, if you said Adrianza was pinch hitting, I'd be like disgusting. Last year, I was like, nice. Yeah. He's had an eight game hitting streak at one point. Second, Marwin Gonzalez, Marvin. World Series champion. He has very good pop. He can play literally anywhere except for catcher. Marwin Gonzalez, great player. Yep. Now, Alex Avila, we mentioned that for catcher. But the third player that can play a lot of places, besides Adrianza and Marwin, Williams Ostadio, X-Factor. Yeah, if Garver goes down, Ostadio plays. You have fun with it. He's a very high-functioning yeah. high high La Tortuga-esque player. Tortuga. He's, he's very, very fun to watch. Very, very fun to be a part of if he's running the bases. Yep. Just watching that game. Uh, he energizes the team. He's there even if he's... If he's hurt, he's there. He shows up to every game, I believe, last year when he was when he was on the IL. And then just it, it doesn't make sense because the Twins, being a low-budget team, a lot of those guys are on cheap contracts or cheaper contracts than a lot of other teams would pay them, I would say. And that's just because they're still young. They still haven't hit arbitration for their second time, I would say. But – very loaded team, especially with Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson being veteran presence who've played in the playoffs, who've won playoff series, and especially with the Yankees having a great team again, the Astros being a good, the Angels having a great offense field, probably not a great pitching field, but it's a good AL again this year. Tampa yeah. Bay is good. Mm-hmm. The Angels aren't – that's a question mark. But, yeah, the Astros are good again. The A's are good again. 
a lot of good players on these teams in the AL, especially with Rendon moving over. Uh, but I think the Twins are honestly the best team. It's us and the Yankees. I think so, yeah. We're going to see it. One of my good friends, Matthew, like he mentioned him. He he, uh, he thinks we're going to host game, game one of the World Series. So best team in baseball record-wise. He's that confident. And with the Dodgers being so stacked, especially after adding Mookie Betts with that yeah. star-studded lineup, Bellinger, Mookie Betts. Uh, it's going to be hard to imagine we have a better record than them, honestly, in my opinion. But I do think that we will be the best team in the AL or the second best team in the AL. Yep, for sure. We saw it last year. The injured Yankees were still unreal, and they battled with the Astros all year. And, of course, the Astros pulled it off. But the Astros without a manager is very interesting. The Astros with a lot of controversy, a lot of and points. And just a around. lot of – negativity even going to games they're going to get trashed you know just from especially fans. we're going to i think we're going to see some straight up bean balls at players just probably especially with players that let's say they go play the dodgers in an interleague series the dodgers are not going to be happy mm-hmm. that's right so we'll see uh especially if those players start they've been dead quiet if they if they come out and start making excuses or trying to just it's going to be very interesting to see what does happen with the astros and the scandals uh, there. That's going to be one of the biggest storylines of the regular season. We're going to hear about it all the time. I have a feeling, yeah. especially because there haven't been any punishments for those guys. But a lot of players want them to be in trouble, and that's something yeah. that I think is very fair. Because if they were the ones scheming it, and they were the ones even purposely coming up with the plan to do it, I think it's their fault more than anybody. Yep. But of course, if it wasn't, then they do. They kind of were getting told to do it, so then it's the you get the little wishy washy. Should it be their fault completely? Should they get in trouble? But with their general managers already getting in trouble, so very interesting to see. The Twins are good. I have very, very high expectations. For once, going into a twin season, we're saying they're going to be good. I think last year we didn't. Last year was – I I had high hopes last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, of course – Beat those hopes. They, I didn't expect them to have 103 wins. 104 they didn't wins. exceed my hopes. I said World Series win after game I one. Know. I wanted them to battle too, which was, I mean, realistic hopes. Yeah. yeah. So this year, I, I do think if you don't play the Yankees in the playoffs, you have to win the first series. If, if you, you do, don't, if you, if you do draw the Yankees in the playoffs, you better freaking win a game this time. It should, if, if they don't, to, if you play the Yankees first round, it should go to game seven. Game five. Game five. Game, no, it's going to game seven. It's not even possible, but it's going to game okay. seven. So the thing is, is this Twins team is, I would say, one of the historically best t- t- Twins teams on paper. If they yep. play well, it's the best Twins team on the field ever. And besides, sorry, I can't say that. In my lifetime, it's better than 2006 with Joe Maurer and MVP Morneau or whatever. Uh, better than 2009. Uh Better than last year with Oof. CJ Crone, who was very unsteady by the end of the year, and Jonathan yeah. Scope. Yeah. Uh, this team's nice. And that's not counting a Nick Gordon maybe coming up, a Royce Lewis maybe coming up, or even young pitchers coming up. Uh, the great bullpen, good starting staff, deep starting staff, and a great lineup. I think, I think this leads to 104 game again. You think very so? Simple. It better. If even they keep with- if they Even keep, with the Yankees getting that picture? Get me here this. Listen to me this. If, get me here this? Yeah, get me here this, whatever that means. If it's the same balls as the regular season last year, it's 108, 109. We're that good. And that's very bold. Not many teams win 108 games ever. If it's the same balls as regular and season. And no injuries or no major injuries. You got to think about that. Barring three major injuries. Okay. If one player goes down, we can replace him. Joe Maurer can always come If back. Nelson Cruz goes down. Joe Maurer can always come <coughs> back. Yeah. Justin Marno's just in the booth. If Nelson Cruz goes. He's making a career of himself. Or Morneau <laughs> is a beauty. Some people hate him. Love him. Mm, that's right. <laughs> His analysis is great. It's just like Romo. <laughs> I agree. More Justin no, Morneau it's is nice having Tony a Romo player has. who played yeah. 15 years yeah. and won an MVP and he was that good. Yeah. It's awesome to hear that from that perspective. Yeah. Very different than from, from Dix because Dix a great announcer. Dix. 
Jake Bremer. I can't yeah. even think of his last name. And Bert. And Bert does a great Bert. job when he's back. And yeah. Latroy Hawkins does a great job. What about uh, Jack Morris? Tory Hunter. Jack Morris is phenomenal. Yes. Do you know the way Jack Morris breaks <laughs> down pitching is elite because yeah, he right. was an elite yeah. pitcher. He'll talk about you're up 0-2. They're expecting curveball. So you're going to throw a 95 mile per hour at his face and strike him out. Get him. It's it's beautiful what Jack Morris can do. And he'll call it just like Tony Romo. Jack Morris is my second favorite. No, Jack Morris is my favorite behind Tony Romo. It's awesome listening to those two in the booth. I'm going to be, I watched a ton of baseball last year, listened to a ton of baseball, stayed up till like midnight watching over or extra inning games from the East Coast or the West Coast when we were playing over there. I'm hyped for this season and I can't even explain it. No, what are you showing us over here? I'm just, just, I'm just, you're just, just showing us the newest stats. Timberwolves. Yeah, yeah, What's just, he shooting from three this year? He's shooting from three? Um, let me look that I know up. it's not amazing, but it's good. 25%. It better not be. He's shooting 40%. More, 40%. He's very good for guess a guy who shot pizza. 40% last night. <coughs> the Minnesota Gophers. The Minnesota Golden Gophers basketball team? Yeah, they beat Wisconsin. They beat Wisconsin. We should probably shout them out, actually. By 20, I think. Gophers. They'll be in the tournament. I think so. They have a couple of good oh, wins. What's up? They have some good wins. And we so, got a special guest as we're talking about the Gophers. Yes, on cue. Our Gophers intellect guy, Isaac, is here. Sunshine. Shout out to the Gophers last night. Big win, Big over, Wisconsin. win over Wisconsin. Was that at home? Yes. It was of course it was. If it was on the road, it would have been beautiful. Uh, Isaac, one question, one word to describe the Russell trade. Um, or yes. just a sentence. I mean, I <laughs> love it. I love it. Absolutely too. love it. It's, it's nice, dude. It's nice. In fact, I hope, I hope Wiggins goes off in Golden State. I really do. I know. I hope he does. The thing is, is if he's an MVP caliber player in three years, which he's, which his ceiling was, and he was coming out of the draft, it's gonna suck. It's gonna hurt. No, see, we had him for long enough. He did. I, yeah. I hope. I hope he becomes an MVP caliber player because he deserves it. He wouldn't have become that here. He needs a new start. That's true. So, like, even if he does become that, I'm still happy for him. And I don't, that regret, I don't regret the trade. The lineup. No, no, I don't regret the trade. No. At all. Especially like with – Wiggins was not going to get to that, like you just said, at no. Minnesota. No. So, I hope he does. He deserves yep. to. It's, I hope he does. It's a, it's a mean lineup that the Golden State's going to have next year. Oh if goodness. they get the first pick and they get Wiseman, it's even better. Right now, it's at worst – Andrew Wiggins at the three, Draymond at the four, Kevon Looney at the five, who's a very good role-playing center with Russell and – or not Russell, Clay and Curry. That's dirty. That's like 2015 when they won 73 games. Wiggins needs to learn how to take less shots. And he's going to have to. He's going to have Because Clay is going to shoot your 10 Clay shots at least. Curry's going to shoot your 20 shots, it depends. It's just very, very nuts, especially if they can get Wiseman. The Wolves – Malik Beasley's in. A bunch of guys are in. Mm-hmm. Hernan Gomez, Vanderbilt. You got freaking who are Jacob Jacob Evans and who's the other guy that we got? And Omari Spellman plus D'Lo. Got rid of Jang. You got James Johnson from the Heat. Bunch of role players. What do you think about the new look Wolves for next year? I think we still tank for this year. I think we still tank. Yeah, for we this still year. tank. Shout out. What what I thought when I saw the trade for Russell was the first round pick that we gave the Warriors. What you're really gambling on is that that is a low first round pick. You're gambling that you have a shot at making the playoffs next year. I think we do. That it's a low. The is weak. No. Yeah. It's a low first round pick. And like you're gambling with house money at this point. Like you have nothing to lose at this point. Yeah. You need to give the fans something to hold on to. You need to fill the stadium this is for, it. first off. I'm not sure if you heard this. They also got rid of the second round pick that, they that year. So it's not 2022. It's 2021. Okay. So, so, it's next so we have both no of picks. our 2021 trade or picks are gone. Okay. Which, if we're good, could, we're be, a playoff team, could be the 23 and the 53. So that doesn't matter much, you could argue, because people like Okogi go 20. There's no – I I don't know how the Wolves got away with keeping this year – both of this year's first-round picks. I'm shocked. I applaud – for so the Jordan, first time in my life – Ask him. For the first time in my life, I applaud the general management of a Minnesota who, sports team. We get top three. Who are you picking? We get top three. What? Let's a say top three oh, yeah, top we, first keep, we continue the tank. We get a little lottery thing. We, we don't one. drop by 15 picks yeah. or whatever. We don't – Pull Minnesota Timberwolves classic. Who do you want? Wiseman, 
Lamelo, Cole Anthony. Anthony. Do you Edwards. want an next? Some Anthony Edwards. Danny. Denny. So obviously you get Wiseman if he's there. I don't think we get Wiseman, but obviously you get him if you're there. Yeah, that's a, that's a no brainer. Agreed. My second pick, and this is a very unpopular opinion. I'm not a Lamelo fan at all. You know, you're with Noah. I, Cole, I am a fan, but we have Russell. So Cole Anthony is my second favorite pick. And Cole time. Anthony, I mean, his dad's Greg Anthony, the 2K voice guy who played in the NBA for decades. Uh, he's been around the NBA for more than two decades. He's been playing with NBA players in that Lifetime Fitness Platinum New York top of that hotel forever, for like four years. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's NBA play- ready. He's been playing against people like LeBron and Harden and D'Angelo Russell plays there, Russell Westbrook. Name 50 players, J.R. Smith. He'd been playing against them since he was like 16, and that's what's mm-hmm. scary. I, I, me and Jordy are on the mellow. I'm on the mellow hype train, as you can see. Secondly, what's the where are the Brooklyn Nets right now? Because that is one of the biggest things. If it's lottery protected, that means we have to they we have to root. We have to root that they make the playoffs. Yes. Which sucks because what if, if they don't? That means they would get their pick. If it is lottery protected. So that sucks. So now we root for them to make the playoffs. We, we root we, for Kyrie to stay healthy. Do we know what the first round pick that we give away, what, what it's protected, but what is it protected? Three. Top, top three. three. So that means we'd have to tank. Or so guess, another tank. Or miss the playoffs. And, but I don't think you'd do it because there's that risk. So the Nets are seven seed. four games up on the ninth seed Bulls in the seventh seed, which means they have a four-game spread here. Kyrie does go out again. They are decent without Kyrie, which we've Spencer seen. Dinwiddie. So. Uh, it is interesting, though. They're planning on making the playoffs. It's Dinwiddie's talked about it. He Basically. cannot. He says he wants to play anybody else except for Giannis. He's talked about this. They're expecting to make the playoffs, so that's huge. It's a very possible thing that we can get, the, especially with that being 23 wins at the seventh seed. The The West is the 31-win 31, the 31 Mavericks and the 26-win Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. So that means your East is weaker than the West still, which d- it does make sense. Uh, with the Blazers sneaking up finally after a couple of good nuts games by Damian Lillard, but yeah. that means the weak, the weak end of the playoff spectrum of the sixteen teams will be Brooklyn or Orlando or Chicago if they can somehow put and a the, miracle and together. And Detroit will start tanking because they just lost Drummond. Yeah, so v- very, very possible that we could get the 15 pick or the 16 pick. Brooklyn will make the playoffs I think because they- Kyrie needs to make the playoffs because after all this talk about how what a terrible player he is in the locker room and what a horrible leader he is, the last thing he wants to do is miss the first year of playoffs after this Nets team got a bunch of hype in the offseason, even without KD. So put this into perspective. Brooklyn makes the playoffs, like you just said. I I think that's very, 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 likely. very possible and likely and most likely. Yeah. That means the Timberwolves go into this offseason getting rid of four players that take up a ton of money. Mm-hmm. We have about $28 million of cap space, probably even a little bit more than that. Yep. A top five pick and a top or and a 15 through 17. That's nuts. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's, That's actually that has crazy. possibilities for in two years. We can look back on the 2020 to 2021 offseason and go, That was the best. Holy crap, that's nuts. We completely revolutionized our team with that D low trade and that offseason. Because two all-stars with point guard and center. Yep. Culver yep. on his rookie contract. He Kogi's still on his a top five player. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, a top five pick in his play. Not top five player by any means. A top five pick. Two first-round picks that are going to be rookies, and they could be old rookies. They could be European rookies. Could You could do one. We got a guy named Denny from Israel. From Israel. Oh, He's been really showing really good hype. A lot of things you could know, do Europeans here. Are plus, plus $28 million of cap space to sign a Serge Ibaka as a player. A Daniel Tice role-playing. The big. next big move for the Wolves. Say it. We're already on it, I think. Hot, hot topic, hot, hot take. I think we already know. You don't take your first. You you don't keep your first pick in the draft. This oh, never mind. You trade it with a package, of course, and you get Devin yeah. Booker. Yes, Minnesota Timberwolves jersey he, as soon as you can. He was talking about the Devin Booker hype train. I get Devin Booker in Minnesota, first plane to Minneapolis. 
get him here. How sick would That's this tough, be? Though. So, I mean, if you you have your two versions. He's got a five-year, $158 million contract, which is he's a But he's, he's worth it. He's under contract until 2024. So And, and that means Towns would be plus D'Lo would be to 2023. Mm-hmm. Would you do your two first-round picks and Jared Culver? Mm, that's a lot. Well, it's Devin Booker and the Suns. Devin Booker. Suns management is historically not good. So two firsts and like a – Josh Jake Lehman or Josh Kogi? I would say a Kogi over Culver. But and then you Kogi, have to give Culver him money. Culver fits the spot. You're, you're going to have to give him money so James Johnson's $15 million. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. Now that we do have two first-round picks, I think that's you have some a that, possibility. That sounds, that sounds reasonable. No. The Suns always want picks. And then yes. instead of what I just said with our possibility of a great offseason, it would be Russell, Booker, Towns with a free agent spot and, and Jared Culver. With your role players here and there, but that being no Malik Beasley, probably I'm on. Yep. I'm on Lamelo hype train above the Booker hype train. Wow! wow. See, wow. I would love. I'd love Devin Booker. He's one I of my favorite love. players. Of course, he went to Kentucky, uh, played with Cat at Kentucky. He was the sixth man for Cat at Kentucky. Won 38 games and then lost to Wisconsin and Frank Kaminsky. There you go. The only way I, that Devin Booker hype train goes above the Lamelo hype train. What if it's Frank? Is if Frank Ricky. Kaminsky comes? Frank and to Ricky Minnesota. for. James Johnson, a Kogi, and a first-round pick. D'Angelo, a D'Angelo Russell jersey will be in the mail within yep. the next 24 Same. hours. For Same. It. I'm going to determine what number he picks. And if not, be, beware of a Devin Booker custom <laughs> jersey. You're already it's, picking it. It's already in it's the got, plans. Here's a hot take for you. LaMelo Ball. He's good. You gotta wait. Let's wait. Hold up. Time out. Before He's a you ball go, handler. You before, can't have two ball handlers. Before you go at him. me for the Lamelo hype train. He's good. The reason I'm on the Lamelo hype train is more for Lavar Ball than Lamelo. He's gonna have a Lamar Lavar Ball. Fan as soon zone. as we draft him, as you can tickets. see, construction at the Target Center already ensues. <laughs> the Lavar Ball fan zone is built. So I don't know too much about Lamelo. I heard he's good, but <laughs> Lavar Ball never lost. Uh, one thing we actually forgot to talk about: Super Bowl, the big game, big game. Uh, Who cares about the Super Bowl at this honestly, point? The Wolves might be good. <laughs> honestly, I'm down for that. We'll get to that next week. We'll touch on it. I bet. Yep. Yeah. But honestly, the Wolves revamp their team completely. Revamp. Completely revamp. different look. A lot of different role players. It's gonna be very interesting to see what they do next year. This year, tank get a good pick. That's all I got. Back to my hot take. Lamella oh, Ball. Said it? No, I never said it. Lamella Ball. Lamella Ball will be a great player in the NBA. There you however, go. That's good. However, Lamella Ball will not fit our locker room and will be no, worse I do agree. of a locker room teammate than Kyrie Irving or Jimmy Butler. Wow. Wow. Well, the wow. thing was interesting is Jimmy was a. If he was sleeping with people's girlfriends and really, okay, Jimmy, really, Jimmy was just a jerk. You know, really he won't ca- be that bad. Really causing trouble, then it's interesting. But with, I'll take I'll take Jimmy back. Jimmy was Jimmy someone, was an exception. Jimmy was and the Jimmy thing was is, the, is the Jimmy thing was just I think he would only be that in Minnesota because mm-hmm. he seems to be doing well in Miami. Miami, they love the him. Miami they lifestyle. Love the dog attitude. They, they love the young guys. I love the dog attitude. I know, <laughs> and that's what Jimmy is. That's why I like Jimmy. I like Jimmy. So I have a Jimmy jersey. I still wear it. So that's the thing is uh, I've lost friends over that. The thing is, is <laughs> I'm one of those Tyler guys. Harrow is turning into a Jimmy Dobb. A Dobb. He chirps people when he hits a shot in their face now. Which right. Is, which means he didn't he's even going do that on no, Kentucky. Which means he's going nowhere but Miami for this whole career. So Tyler Harrow is it's interesting because you got Tyler Harrow, Noah's boy Kendrick Nunn. Uh, there we go. Miami's got a really good team. They got in the trades that they did this weekend. Yes. Andre Iguodala. They got rid of what Winslow, who they Sleeper don't get. out of the East. So watch That's, out for Miami in the next couple of years. Also with the Timberwolves. I think they got to run at the Bucks. 2023 NBA year. Finals. The Miami Heat and the Towns Russell Booker led Wolves. Heard it here first. The Wolves will be battling. We talked to Twins. I can't explain how excited I am for the Twin season. I just had 108 wins if everyone. Barring three major injuries and they kept the same balls as the regular season last year, we're going to be nuts. I, I can't even explain I already that. bought my World Series tickets. Let's go! You said we're hosting game one of the World Series. And that's, that's crazy, especially with the Dodgers sack lineup. So let's wrap this up here. 
Shout out us on the or we're, oh, Instagram. Instagram. Give me a break pod, pod of course. Uh, you can see renovations. Let us know. I'll put them on there. Renovations coming up. We out. Peace. Row the boat. Give me a break. 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 Three, give me a break.